Joining us on Moving Radio today is Rob Grant. He's the writer and director of the film called Huss. But wait a second, people, it's not quite done yet. It's still, it's still gestating, right? And what's exciting is that Rob is gonna be pulling off a live script reading of his script for Huss on Sunday, April 24th at 1 p.m. at the Globe Cinema in Calgary. And that's gonna all be part of the Calgary Underground Film Festival. And here's the bonus, everyone. If you go down there and you see this live script reading of Huss, get in on the ground floor of what I'm sure is gonna be a fantastic film. It's 100% free. Look at that. Look at that. Rob Grant, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. Really hey, it. we're excited to have you, and especially about unique stuff like this, because, uh, you know, it's not overly com common, but it does happen from time to time around festivals like this. And I mm -hmm. think that, you know, audiences become even more used to it over the last two years, where it became very much in fashion online. But this is all live. So before we kind of get into the script reading kind of stuff, you know, the summary you came up with uh, for this in the in the promo release was that it's a horror comedy, which is very exciting for me, as uh, Rob noticed my Army of Darkness poster behind me audience. You'll never see it, but it exists there. Trust us. And you also called it a fun, absurd and untimely, hopeful escape uh, or ultimately maybe revealing the triumph and human spirit, however blood soaked it may be. Oof. Like you've already got me there and I don't really know anything about the characters whatsoever and these bachelors or the aliens. So maybe, uh, you know, without giving too much away for the live reading, let's let the audience know a little bit more about husks. It's strange. Cause this is kind of my first four way back in foray back into the film festival circuit since um, the pandemic started. And so the whole time during uh, quarantine and stuff, we were just me and my producer, Mike Peterson, we're trying to figure out, what project could we possibly get off the ground right now? What could we shoot in a bubble? And then I realized I had this old kind of one room siege movie that took place, except not in like, you know, either a cabin in the woods or, you know, the assault on precinct 13 style, but instead took place in the loading bay of an alien spacecraft. And so we kind of thought, well, if there was a way that we could just flesh out the script a little better than had, when I had originally written it in what, like 2012 or something, we might be able to shoot something during the pandemic. Now it just so happened that we just kept writing and writing and writing instead of actually planning to shoot it. And then through, you know, uh, Mike's connections with, with Cuff, as well as knowing Brenda and Lieberman and as well, and being told that they want to do, a, a, there's this a script, live script reading section, both of them actually said that this might be the perfect project for it because it's ma mainly built around audience participation and reactions. And so I've never done a live reading before. I've done table reads with actors and stuff, but to sit and get to do this with a bunch of actors and a bunch of uh, <laughs> audience members and just hopefully we can all imagine this crazy alien invasion siege movie together uh, will be a bit of a treat for me as well as my first first foray back into the public life <laughs> and i think it's always a great idea and particularly when you pick a project like this it's going to be high engagement high fun you know you know you're yes you don't get to see the visual gags that you're probably going for but even just talking about it in some of the lines you're going to get uh, a good sense of how people feel about it right it, when they mentioned this to you did you find the process of like a live script reading something that you were willing to embrace and be like, oh my God, it's like, we're gonna be able to edit on the fly or 
is it's almost kind of like, well, it's a necessary evil. I'm like, I'm very frightened of, of trying to pull this off in front of a live audience. For sure. My first reaction was like, oh, that's cool. And then when they confirmed that they were going to go through with it, then I got really scared because I was like, oh, shit, did we pick the right script? I have these other ones that are far less goofy in a way uh, that are more serious. And then I realized I'm like, wait a minute, with a live audience, you got to go with the crazy one for better or worse. Because it's kind of it's kind of the one you want to almost play the drinking game with, you know, it's based on old school siege movies like Evil Dead and what's it called here actually is um, director of of uh, Lord of the Rings. Peter Jackson's Dead Alive. Peter Jackson's Dead Alive, like the old absurd splatter flicks of the '80s. Like we were like, how could we even break the blood record that that did? And so we basically threw everything we could into the script. And as soon as we found out we were going to do this, we made it even more insane just to see how far we can push this audience before they start booing us. So it's a, we've basically embraced the idea of the audience reaction. Um, And so now I'm looking far more forward to it because I think we've got a lot of surprises in store to just make it enjoyable. Cause I mean, even myself, I've never attended a public script reading before and it's like how can we make this as entertaining as watching a movie itself so we've got some few tricks up our sleeves that we're going to try and pull out we got some we're in the process of securing uh, securing some terrific performers and uh, hopefully there'll be something interesting to see well we're speaking today on moving radio with rob grant writer and director of husks uh it's actually not a film that you're going to be able to see it cuff it's a live script reading that's going to happen on sunday april 24th at 1 p.m at the globe cinema which is uh basically where everything cuff is happening and here's the thing people if you're there it's 100 percent free so enjoy it uh it's a gift to you from rob and everyone else involved. You mentioned something really fascinating to me that I hadn't really considered that you, it kind of made you take another pass at the script and be, and have a different lens for which to through to see it, where you were like, well, maybe we kind of put things in to see what kind of reaction we get from people. Mm -hmm. So uh, did that, that must've just propelled you even further to be like, I don't know if we're actually gonna be able to shoot all this, or does it make you say like, Oh, now we got to find a way to shoot it. Well, I guess it depends on how the audience reacts to certain yeah. games for sure. But yeah, it's uh, it's uh, one of those chicken and the eggs. If the audience goes ballistics over certain scenes, I mean, it'll be pretty clear what they like and don't like. I think I hope they're very vocal. You know, a part of the thing that the pandemic did teach me, especially with my own movies from the past, is I think we're all starved for a bit of engagement in real life together. So uh, you know, I really, really did season this as extra hard so that we could all kind of experience something, uh, something absurd and fun together. So um, a lot of motivation to make sure that people uh, have a good time. Yeah, I don't know, maybe the producer side of your brain is going to be the most frightened if they they all <laughs> love the big set pieces and the excite. You're like, oh, God. This is going to be a lot of cash. We, we worry about that on the back end. Yeah, exactly. That's a problem for later. That's a problem. Yeah, for later. exactly. Uh, Rob, you've got a pretty impressive resume here from a lot of technical stuff you've done. You've been the assistant editor in some really huge projects, Deadpool 2, uh, War for the Planet of the Apes, the BFG, as well as cutting your own projects, obviously. And you've produced your own work as well, as well as associate produced on some television movies. And as a director, you've done documentaries and shorts and also features 
you know, how do you feel like all of these past experiences are kind of leading up for you as you try to carry forward on a film like this, like Husks? How are you taking all that stuff you've gone through and applying it forward to Husks? I think I'm very fortunate in the way that I, my film career started singularly as uh, editing PA on Cabin in the Woods. And back then, the movie industry wasn't churning out so much content. So you'd do a show for four months, but then you'd have a four month break waiting for the next one. And it was in between the breaks of those movies that we'd get bored and start shooting our own stuff. And for whatever reason, those two trajectories kind of continued to build at the same time. So I'd be assistant editing on movies, I would take a break, go shoot my own movies, do the festival tour, and then kind of tic-tac back and forth. And what I found was doing the service work that I would call, you know, the assistant editors on the big studio movies, not only did I get to work under some of the best, you know, names in the business like Matt Reeves and, you know, get to be in the cutting room with Michael Kahn and Spielberg and all these experiences there, all they did was inform my perception on how to be better self-critical about my projects, better writer, better editor, all this stuff. And then not only that, it's it gave me just enough of a financial padding that I'm now in a position to not say yes just for the sake of saying yes to projects whereas you know especially for something like husks where i don't think movies like that are getting made very very often right now and not a lot of support behind them at least financially from investors i can say it doesn't i don't give a crap you know this is this is what we want to do and we're going to find a way to do it under our own way and our own system and if i need to support it by doing more of my you know, editing gigs or a service industry stuff. I just find uh, I th- uh, there's this industry preys too much on um, filmmakers' uh, desire to get the next job, or you know, there's it, it, and I think I think it's okay to be able to have something to say. You know what? Maybe this one's not for me. I'll be okay. There'll be an, I'll find the find the next one. And I just find that having these two separate entities within the same business has allowed me to be a bit more. Uh, critical about what I want to do. And that kind of makes it more fulfilling for me, I think, if any of that makes sense. (laughs) It totally does. It totally does. Rob Grant is our uh, guest here. He's also, just so you know, everyone, he's enjoying a fine Canadian Caesar. More specifically, it's got a little bit of Calgary in there. Absolutely. The the home of the Caesar. (laughs) Rob, what's more exciting for you? Like the feeling of like writing that perfect scene, that kind of first step? Or do you feel like it's it's more interesting you to kind of like take it that next step and to breathe life into it when you're on set as a director? Or is it really for you, the pinnacle ends up being in the editing room and being able to put all those pieces of that puzzle together? Is that the most uh, you know gratifying for you? Or are you like, it's, it's too hard to choose <laughs> which level? No, that's pretty easy for me. Like the editing is without a doubt the most satisfying part because it's really hard when you're writing a scene or even shooting a scene for people to understand how your intention is to put these things together. You know, whether it be that little extra seasoning that could either be the the music, the score, the, the, the way you're cutting the editing, the pacing, all these things are so hard to convince other people that it's going to work. And so when you get into the cutting room and you're actually able to do it and it does work and you show them and they go, oh, holy shit, that's not how I had it in my head. That's probably the most satisfying part, but the most gratifying is definitely then taking that and waiting to see how an audience reacts uh, in real life. Because 
even if you're satisfied with it, you just do not know until it's in front of 300 plus people all reacting together at it. And uh, that's the most nerve wracking one, but the most like personal gratifying is yeah, cutting it together just, but that's also my, that's my wheelhouse. That's where I grew up and honed my skills. And I also find it's where you can be the most self-critical about the work. It's really hard to write a scene and then look at it again and keep rewriting and keep rewriting and keep rewriting. It's really easy once you're in the cutting room to be like, how many different ways can this be put together and which one's the best one? And that's really the most enjoyable part for me. We're speaking on Moving Today and Radio Today with Rob Grant, writer-director of the film Husks. There's going to be a live script reading of the unmade film Husks on Sunday, April 24th at 1 p.m. at the Globe Cinema in Calgary. It's going to all be part of the Calgary Underground Film Festival. And here's the sweet deal for you people. It's 100% free. The entertainment is free. The laughs, the joy, maybe the horror, the disgust that Rob Grant gave to you is all 100% free on that day. Rob, you were asked specifically by the festival to come and read this script or at least do a live script reading. Do you have anything? So it's clear that you've got a good relationship with Cuff and and even with the audiences itself because your 2019 film Harpoon won the audience award for best narrative features. So what, what do you think it is that creates relationships for you between film festivals? Uh, and how important is that kind of working relationship where, you know, it's not just a matter of having your film featured, but that there's a connection between yourself and the festival. And, you know, if that goes beyond Cuff, great, I guess. But, you know, you could talk about that on several different levels, if you like. The last two movies I did were filmed in Calgary, and I spoke I speak very, 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 very highly of not only the crews there, but the city in itself being so accommodating for filmmakers because, you know, I'm a Vancouver, BC boy. And what happened here was as soon as all the Hollywood uh, studios came here, we became quote unquote Hollywood North. No one really wanted to do any of the independent cinema anymore. And it became really difficult to do any kind of interesting, you know, independent movies here in Vancouver till the end of my days, I'll say that Calgary was kind of the last bastion of, of really homegrown independent cinemas with terrific crews, people that care about the movies. And I said in 2019, I'm like, it's just a matter of time before everyone wakes up to this. And now you guys have The Last of Us show shooting there. I have a real soft spot for the crews there. I have family there. And, you know, the crews, I think, enjoy also coming out to the screenings there as well. So I think I get a little bit of the hometown bias as well. But in 2000. 12, Brenda and me first got to know each other through a movie called Mon Ami uh, that I had at the time. And while for whatever reason, there's like some miscommunication that we didn't end up screening with each other. We kind of just kept in touch through our interactions at the film circuits and stuff and kind of became allies in independent cinema. And I love what Cuff does in supporting the weird and crazy and wild stuff that we all try to make that's a little different and outside the box. And so I just, if any festival that is supporting or anybody that's supporting of, you know, the true nature of this industry, which is an art form, uh, you know, I, I like to do the same thing to them. And I think, uh, I think those are allies that you just really want to have in this business. So. 
it's an exciting prospect. And I think it's fantastic when, especially the smaller festivals that give chances to filmmakers that don't necessarily get them because, you know, you can play at TIFF like you have, right. And then, but it seems like sometimes you're awash in a sea, right. You can go to South by Southwest, but again, it's just, you're kind of like, how do we get noticed sometimes is a difficult thing. And when you, when you kind of focus on those smaller areas and if you have a connection to them, it, it definitely helps. And then you, hopefully it's, you build on that on that good word right or the good uh, you know good nature of the audiences well and that's a credit to brenda and her teams in the programmer's eyes at cuff too because a lot of the movies that they picked didn't get a chance at some of the bigger festivals and then through word of mouth through momentum they do climb the ladders into the some of the top tier festivals as well and that happened with harpoon at first nobody wanted that movie nobody wanted they couldn't understand it didn't make any sense and then it just through word of mouth that we got lucky that all the festivals that kind of said no to us on the first pass were like, oops. And we started to get, you know, a bit more traction. And, and then the pandemic, I guess, I didn't even realize this. The pandemic certainly helped with Harpoon as well. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I just, you, you got to credit a lot of these festivals that take those chances on movies because it's a harder sell for audiences too, right? How do we tell people to come watch these weird movies with no name actors and you know maybe lower production values but i think it's such an important part because you don't how do we find the next not the next level but how do we push this art form forward with we're not trying stuff or you don't not looking for those those fresh voices rob you're one of those fresh voices so we want more people to know about your previous work or at least maybe find out more about Huss. uh do you want to give anybody out there that's uh curiosity hopefully is deeply peaked at this point now how can they connect with you or maybe some of your previous projects online i'm a bit of a luddite so you won't find me on social media but harpoon was the last movie i did in 2019 that is now i believe on Prime and Shutter here in Canada. That's probably the movie that I'm most proud of because it's three people on a boat, knife in the water by way of Seinfeld characters. It's a very deeply personal movie to me because I thought it was going to be my last chance to make a movie. I mean, it was the last movie I've made, but that movie has luckily given me more opportunities, I think, to do future work. This is Jonah. This is Jonah's best friend, Richard. And this is Richard's long-term partner, Sasha. Uh And with that, just like they always did, our trio returned to their instinctual roles. Okay, let's make a deal. I grovel and pamper you guys unconditionally, and you just try to remember a time before I went eight. I want a free punch. Yes, deal. Why are you encouraging this? Other than that, Fake Blood, another screening at uh, Cuff was a, we call it a, what is it, a mock you thriller, because it, uh, there's, there's elements of truth and uh, fiction in that movie, and we put ourselves in some fairly dangerous situations, and it's just a documentary about the nature of violence in cinema and how it uh, affects uh, ourselves and the people that watch it. And cut. Hi, I'm Rob Grant. And I'm a filmmaker. And the guy in the tub covered in fake blood was at one time my best friend, Mike Kovac. And for the past 10 years, we've made horror movies you've probably never heard of. Do you feel responsible for that kind of violence in film? I don't think we have a responsibility. And that was my opinion until we got this fan video by email. The big question is, are we inspiring psychos? 
I hope not. What's my responsibility? It's irresponsible to show the violent act being the gunshot without showing afterwards. Yeah, exactly. What happened? Like, are we taking it too lightly? Do we need to go get better perspective on real life violence? I've never been in a fight, so we're going to go to the dojo. That's probably the last two things that I would recommend. You know, I'm pretty self-conscious about most of the stuff I do, but those two I'm pretty proud of. And, uh, you know, hopefully there'll be more to come. You know, we can't wait until Tusk comes to life beyond just the page and reading of it. Uh, our guest today has been Rob Grant, writer, director of Husks and so many other things. Harpoon we talked about as well, uh, which you can see on Shutter. But if you want to see the live script reading of Husks, you check it out on Sunday, April 24th at 1 p.m. at the Globe Cinema in Calgary. It's all part of the 19th edition of the Calgary Underground Film Festival. And the bonus, again, like I've said before, is it is free. Uh, the entertainment that Rob gives you, he has sweated, he has cried, <laughs> he has torn out maybe pieces of his hair that have grown back beautifully, but Thank this you. is what, this is his gift to you. Hey, Rob, before you go, let's, yep. what is the secret to like the Rob Grant special Caesar, maybe? What do you feel like puts it over the top for you, Rob? Uh, it's got to have horseradish. Yeah. Got to be extra muddy. All right. You need either a spicy bean or a pickle, but the extra money, actually what we do, here's the secret that we do. We buy our gin, we do a gin Caesar, and then we cut up jalapenos and let that sit in the gin. So you get a little bit of extra kick in the gin. That's, that's the key. We don't like too many accoutrements. Let those flavors speak for themselves. All right, people, you got to trust a man who knows what he's doing when it comes to Caesars. Rob, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate the conversation and implore people to go out and check this out uh, and to find your other work as well. There'll be, and there'll be a Q&A after too. So if, yes. you wanna, if the audience wants to pick our brains and talk about how or why we're so sick and depraved or just how this, something like this happens, you know, uh, we'll be there. And uh, as again, we're advocators of independent cinema. So anyone that's just got questions about how to do this, we, we'd love to help. There you go. All right. Thanks for your time, Rob. Thank you.